0: hi everybody welcome back to the podcast before we jump in to today's topic i just wanted to remind you that my cookbook is up on my website ready for you to purchase because honestly what better time to get somebody else to do all the hard work of meal planning and recipe finding for you than the new year when we're all trying to get into our new routines, we're trying to maybe eat a little bit more mindfully. We've got all of these grand plans, let me assist with your new year's intentions of better and easier eating it's on the website now www.simplifybykate.com it's only 34 dollars, and it's got more than recipes in it it has got a whole grocery list for you it has got a meal plan template tips and tricks on how i really took cooking from being a chore that i dreaded to instead being an active self-love for myself and how i really simplified it and made it into a ritual so if you're like fuck yeah that is what i need in 2024 head to the website nab yourself a copy there's so many yummy recipes in there the majority of them take 30 minutes definitely less than an hour and the couple that are longer than that are those bulk recipes that are going to give you lots of leftovers for lunches so i got you girly go get yourself one In the spirit of getting back into some routines or establishing a new routine in the new year, I know that's quite often a new year's resolution or intention that we want to bring in. Today's episode is all about how we establish a routine and more importantly, how we actually stick to it, specifically when it comes to early rising, waking up earlier, being a part of the 5 a.m. club, if you're one of those girlies that sees everyone else doing it, everyone else getting up at 5 a.m. and meditating or going to their exercise class or whatever, and you're like, how are you doing that? This episode is for you. There are some simple hacks, simple tricks I want to share with you, so let's get straight into it and you can become one of those girlies. That can be you. Hello and welcome, my name is Kate, I'm a holistic counsellor, a Reiki practitioner and an Ayurvedic wellness ambassador and I'm on a mission. I'm looking to rediscover simplicity in a world that seems way too damn complicated. So buckle up and come along for the ride as we talk all things self-development, healing and holistic wellness. We are going to slow down, scale back and rebuild community through radical authenticity. Let's freaking go! So before we go ahead and get started, I just want to acknowledge the custodians of the land that I'm recording on today. I'm on beautiful Ghana country today here in Adelaide, South Australia. Always was, always will be. So I really want to pay my respect to the Indigenous owners of the land and their deep relationship with nature, with our skies, our earth and our sea. And I want to extend that respect to wherever it is that you're listening today. So we've all seen them, right? We've seen the videos of the girls getting up at 5am, fitting so much into their day before their work day even starts and we're thinking wow that would be nice to have some time to myself and have a bit of extra time and feel you know ahead of the day and take control of time it all sounds good it looks good when the alarm goes off at 5am and you're lying in bed where it's warm and you're so groggy and tired that's when it does not (laughs) it does not seem good and it's just so much easier to hit the snooze button, turn off the alarm and think, not today. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow is the day that I change my life. I'm going to start my new routine tomorrow. Can't do it today. Sorry. And we switch it off, roll back over, fall back asleep. And then we live out that same day and that same pattern again again and again and again and again. And it can feel freaking impossible. It really can. If you're someone that struggles with bringing in new habits and sticking to them, my air sign girls, I see you. That is me. My Vatas, I see you. That is also me. And you know, plenty of people struggle with this. It's called a habit for a reason, right? It takes a while to, to build. We don't do something once and it's a habit. So they are a commitment but it's just really difficult to know how to actually, one, do it and rip the band aid, and two, then stick to it and do that consistently. It can seem basically impossible. So if that's how you feel and you've sort of written this off as something that's not for you, you don't think that you could ever do it, you think you're someone that just won't ever be able to have a routine like that or have time to yourself in the morning, I've got you because that was me. I was there. I was that girl. And now I am someone that finally, (laughs) finally is able to wake up earlier than I was to have that time in my morning before I have to get on with the demands and responsibilities of my day. And when I tell you that it is worth it, that doesn't even really cover it. I think that time to have to yourself before you are then in this busy, busy world that we live in with so many competing demands and and responsibilities and things for our attention to be on. It is my pillar, my saving grace. And although it was incredibly difficult for me in the beginning to get to it and stick to it, now I can't imagine not doing it because I would go crazy Now, when I say that it took me forever to build and commit to this habit, I do quite literally mean forever. (laughs) Like years. Like it took me years where... I would try i would fail i would maybe do it for a week and then it would fall off again and it went on and on like this even when i was getting into ayurveda and i was really super interested in alternative medicine and these sorts of sciences and philosophies um, like traditional chinese medicine and buddhism and all of these kinds of philosophies and and modalities that really really encourage us to rise with the sun, and I mean, that's just basic human biology, right? We are wired to rise with the sun and go down with the sun, but this has obviously been altered and kind of gypped by the society that we're living in. Obviously, as well, I said I was going to stop doing disclaimers, so I probably shouldn't even bother with this, but obviously, if you are a shift worker, if you have a new baby, etc., etc., then this may not be a season in your life in which you can adopt this kind of routine or this kind of wake-up time. It may not suit you. That's absolutely fine. You can go to the next episode and listen to that one instead or continue listening to this one and you can instill some of this advice once you're at a season in your life where that makes sense. So when I started seeing my Ayurvedic practitioner, i had already been trying to wake up earlier myself for god knows probably a couple of years and i went and saw my ayurvedic practitioner and quite a significant amount of her guidance and advice was around trying to rise earlier you know so that is a basic part of ayurveda is being able to to live by the ayurvedic clock and that involves waking up with the sun so she had really encouraged me to do this. We had been talking about it together. And even then, still, for the first year of, of seeing my practitioner, I would go back in for my appointments and she'd be like, oh, you know, how, how are you going? How's the earlier rise going? And every single time I'd have to be like, it's not going. <laughs> Babes, it is not going. It's not fucking going. Um, I can't do it. I cannot do it. I was like, honestly, I am broken. I just, I'm missing this gene in which people seem to be able to wake up at 5am, 6am. I physically cannot do it. Like, I just, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it just does not seem to be a possibility for me. So this was really like two to three years of me trying to instill this habit and then stick to this habit rather than it just being like a fleeting health kick when I randomly got inspired for (laughs) for four days and then I would be straight back on my snooze and sleep in bullshit right like the whole point is that it's consistent so if I had known the tips and tricks that I know now of what finally kind of switched that flip in my switch that flip did you just hear that (laughs) help me flipped the switch flipped that switch in my brain (laughs) to actually be able to get out of bed when my alarm goes off and to actually be able to begin to enjoy it to be able to stick to it to make that my my norm and my routine i would have saved myself so much time so much stress so much trouble but you know what i lived it for you so then i can give you guys this advice and you can instill it now instead of fluffing about for three years like me (laughs) you can switch your flip that's enough. (laughs) So eventually I got to this point where what really, really pushed me to instill this discipline and be like, okay, I really need to make a change and stick to a change. Like I need to get my ass into gear and figure this shit out. That was really around, first of all, the existential crises I was having around time where I felt like I never had enough time it was just really freaking me out it's like I would wake up I would snooze my alarm then I would kind of oversleep and then I'm running late and then I'm getting up and I'm like groggy and I'm stressed and I'm rushed I haven't prepped anything the night before and then I'm like what am I gonna wear I don't have any clean underwear it's all in the wash and then I'm not like having enough time for breakfast or I'm like trying to eat while I'm walking out the door which is just no good for us that's not a mindful time I'm getting to work and I'm like rushed. I haven't eaten properly. I'm immediately having a coffee because I'm like, oh, quick, get started with the day. I'm going to have a coffee. My naturopath friends and my Ayurvedic friends are like, girl, no, not the coffee, not the coffee on an empty stomach. So my stress and cortisol is just like, whoop, 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 whoop. And then it was like starting my work day, particularly in my work and depending on what it is that you do, if you have differing time zones and the people you're corresponding with are in different time zones and then with daylight savings it means that if they're kind of starting their day already earlier than you because of time zones and then i'm coming to work kind of late and i'm rushed and stressed and then i log on and there's already like a million things going on and emails and messages for me to catch up on and oh my god i've got a meeting in three minutes and i better chug this coffee What the heck like it was really affecting my stress levels no wonder and so many people live like this so many people think that this is normal it's just such a huge part i think of hustle culture and the society that we're living in and i guess just the average nine to five role does make it tricky as well the the systems of our society make it tricky for us to not live in that way so to not do that we have to really make an effort Basically, and that's where I was at. Where I was like, I'm so stressed all the time, my digestion was just totally awful. I had absolutely no agony, which is the Ayurvedic term for like a digestive fire your appetite, how strong your digestion is. So, because I was just basically running off stress hormones, I wasn't hungry, I wasn't eating properly, I was having too much coffee. My skin was awful. I was having really like bad, almost like eczema, but it was more like dry flaking skin. It was just terrible. I was like, this is not good for my health. This is not good for my mental health. This is not good for my relationship. This is not good for my work life. Like, I feel like I'm not showing up as my best self at work. I'm not showing up and, and servicing my community in the way that I best can because I'm not waking up earlier. <laughs> Something so simple. So that was really pushing me to seek this change and to really, really go after it because I could see that it was really affecting my health and my life. And the other aspect as well was that I was trying to incorporate more movement into my week. When I say movement, I mean exercise. I have personally changed my language around that and I refer to it as movement for my own personal reasons it is lower pressure it doesn't have sort of that correlation with a certain outcome of what exercise quote-unquote should look like so when I say movement that is what I am talking about so I was trying to incorporate more movement into my week and not only did you know I obviously it would be nice to do that anyway but What had happened is that I had actually had a back injury from working retail, love that. um, And I had like a ruptured or slipped disc in my spine, which went undiagnosed for years. I kept going to physios. They just kept telling me that, you know, I'm too young and too petite and too like I exercise too much. For it to really be a problem and it must just be tight and everything's fine. I was basically gaslit that nothing was wrong, even though sometimes it was so painful that I literally could not walk and I could not lie flat on my back. like Just going to bed, I had to have pillows under my knees and when I was doing yoga in Savasana, my back would spasm to the point where I was like audibly crying out in pain. So I don't know why you say that to health practitioners and they just basically tell you that everything's fine because obviously it's <laughs> not. Ah, don't we love that? We love it. So anywho's. eventually I went to an osteopath. Highly, highly recommend. They have a very holistic perspective and they incorporate physio, um, like chiroprac. Chiropr- what do you call that? They're like a chiropractor is how I'll phrase that and a physio and then they have a I should have looked this up before recording shouldn't I like the fascia is that how you say that the fascia muscles not sure if there's an osteopath listening to this you can correct me but they have a much more holistic perspective and view the body as a whole so that worked much better for that injury and I was slowly getting better but to not have incredible pain to the point where I can't walk I need to move my body basically so you know that's a pretty good motivator to (laughs) to do more exercise is being in crippling pain if you don't do it so I was like I need to incorporate this more into my week but I found that by the time I come home from work and cook dinner and whatever else It just wasn't fitting very well into my afternoons or into my evenings so i was like i need to be able to shift this to fit into my morning right and according to ayurveda the morning is the best time for us to be doing our movement it's getting us out of that that kapha energy in the morning which is very heavy very sluggish and that's how we feel when we wake up right it's heavy and sluggish and a bit groggy so movement at that time if Opposites bring balance, movement, the opposing force of sluggishness, is going to make us feel better. So, I was wanting to bring more exercise into my mornings, and for that to be possible, I just had to wake up earlier. It was the only way. So, for me, it was either I wake up earlier or my health is severely suffering. So, I bought in a variety of tactics, some that I had already been doing, and then Others that seem to really altogether sort of make the difference and shift me into the mindset of actually being able to wake up earlier, get up earlier, and to be able to do that routinely and create that as a habit and have that as my morning routine. And I'm going to share them with you now so that if you're wanting to wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever seems early for you or is giving you that extra time in the morning to. Create your own routine. If you're struggling with it, here we go. Settle into your chairs because I have got the tea for you. My first tip, I feel like I have spoken about this in every podcast episode (laughs) and I've posted about it on Instagram. I talk about it to everyone that I know. I should really just have shares in it or get sponsored by them, but sunrise alarm clocks changed my life waking up what it does is it so if you set your alarm for say 5 for 30 minutes up until 5 a.m it'll slowly get brighter and brighter between 4 30 a.m until its brightest level at 5 a.m and what's that what that's doing is it's waking you up gradually with light mimicking sunrise right so while it's not exactly the same as waking up with the actual sunrise, it's still mimicking it. And this is matching our natural biology, our circadian rhythm. So, so often we think we're not morning people, but it's because our natural biology and our natural rhythm is so out of whack from the world we live in so you think you're not a morning person but usually it means we're going to bed too late we're very very stressed our hormones are all over the place and that's what's actually as well as things like artificial lighting or bright lights at nighttime, tv at nighttime, or really like stressful hectic shows scary shows scary movies violent tv right before bed all of that is messing with our natural circadian rhythm, right? And so then we're not going to sleep properly. If we're not going to sleep properly, then we're not rising properly. And this is like an ongoing cycle. And you're telling yourself you're not a morning person, but really you just stayed up until 11.30, 12, 1am 1 watching gory episodes of The Walking Dead while scrolling on your phone. And then you scrolled in bed, you have that artificial phone light right up in your eyeballs. And then you're thinking that you're not a morning person or that waking up early is too hard. Like, I'm sorry, I've got news for you, but (laughs) the the problem could actually be you, right? So, There's only so much that we can control about the world that we live in. I really invite you to look at what that might look like, whether it looks like dimming lights from, say, 7 p.m., having your dinner earlier so that you're not doing so much digestive work so close to bedtime, which is interrupting our sleep, and getting a sunrise alarm clock. Because then if you're somewhere where the sun is not naturally up at that time, yeah, your body is going to find it difficult to wake up and it's groggy because it's not natural for us to wake up while it's still dark. This made such a difference for me. And it just meant that my wake up was gradual and relaxing and gentle. It was a really gentle introduction to the day rather than like a blaring iPhone alarm frightening me awake and sort of like putting me into that stress response from the minute I opened my eyes. So You can literally get them on Amazon. They're not expensive. From memory, they're like cheaper than $40. I've had mine since 2019. It is still going strong. I just love it to death. So I'll put a link in the show notes of the one that I have so that you can go and grab it, please. It is the best money that you will spend, particularly if you're wanting to get up earlier and you're finding that really difficult and it's dark or maybe it's winter, etc., my next sort of mindset hack in terms of how you can get yourself up earlier and get into these habits is like anything be so mindful of your self-imposed labels of your language of how you are describing yourself of what you're saying is something that's for you and something that's not right? So if you're all the time saying that you are not a morning person, that you cannot wake up at 5am. And I mean, I was doing this. I've never been able to wake up at 5am. It's just not me. I'm not an early riser. I'm never going to be one of those people. I'm never going to be that person that has my life together and gets up at 5am. I'm a red hot mess. I'm late. That's who I am. I'm a late person. You create your reality so if you're struggling to get up early to commit to a habit to do anything that you say that you want to do but you're basically creating the reality in the world in which you cannot do it no wonder what you say will be so the more mindful we can be of that and the more we can minimize that kind of self-imposed limitation Or restriction and the more we can sort of manifest no that is me I do wake up at 5 a.m. I can wake up at 5 a.m. I can instill any habit that I want to have in my life because I am empowered to take inspired embodied action to live the life that I want to live that is the kind of mindset that is going to have you actually able to create habits stick to habits have a routine have the lifestyle you want to live Most of my life has been curated from me deciding that things were for me, that I wanted them, romanticizing them, deciding that that was the life that I wanted and therefore having it, right? We work in co-creation. So look at the language that you're using. Look at how you're describing yourself. Look at the words you are speaking and shift that to actually be empowering to what you want to do. Because if you're not supporting yourself to achieve this goal, How can you do it? How can you do it if you're not actually supporting yourself in getting there? Stop talking shit and (laughs) talk in a way that is going to be productive for the goals that you want to achieve. My next tip is really one that's been probably the most pivotal for me. And it's going to sound really, really obvious. And it's to set yourself up for success and do this by Preparing the night before, the day before, as much as you can. That sounds obvious, but I mean, like, take it next level. Obviously, we know, oh, yeah, I I should make my lunch for the next day, or maybe I'll pre-make breakfast for the next day. I mean, more than that, next level. You need to treat yourself (laughs) between, if you're aiming to, say, get up at 5 a.m., you need to treat the version of you at 5 a.m., as literally a toddler, because that's basically how you are. It's how I am, and it's how you probably are if you're struggling with the same thing, right? So nothing is too like mollycoddled <laughs> at that at that time of the morning. My brain hasn't engaged yet, so I would find that I was always forgetting things, leaving things at home, couldn't find something, or something's outside on the clothesline that I need. And like, it's dark and cold and I don't wanna go out there in my pajamas. And as soon as you make something slightly difficult for yourself at 5 a.m., you just won't do it. You just won't do it. So don't tell yourself that, oh, you know, I'll find my clothes in the morning. I'll get my yoga mat out in the morning. I'll pack my bag in the morning. Even thinking like, I'll just put my stuff all on the table next to my bag and I'll transfer it all over in the morning. No, 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 no. Set yourself up to succeed so that you literally just get up. I get up. My clothes that I'm wearing to usually yoga, Pilates, whatever it is, I have them laid out. Underwear and all. Everything that I need in one little spot. I put that on, wash my face, put my moisturizer on in my bag that I'm going, especially if it's an office day. So say I'm like leaving for my whole day at like 530 a.m. That's a lot of shit to remember at 5 a.m. So already packed the night before I have my breakfast breakfast. I have my lunch. If it's stuff that needs to be in the fridge overnight, I have a little note literally on top of my bag or on top of my keys so that I cannot leave the house without seeing it. That tells me to get my shit out the fridge. I have forks, cutlery, cups, all of that kind of jazz already in my bag, ready to go. I have my clothes to change into shoes to change into already in my bag. Everything I could possibly need, my computer, cords, headphones, anything. And anything that for whatever reason I cannot pack the night before because it needs to be refrigerated or I have to keep my yoga mat in another room until I leave because my puppy loves to eat it. So I write it on a note and put it literally on top, not on top of your bag because you will just move it in your zombie-like 5am state and you will leave it somewhere where you must look at it and pick it up in order to do what you're doing. So I'll usually put it on top of my phone or I'll put it on top of my keys, something that I physically need to move to leave the house with. Because if I have literally just set everything up so that then I'm just waking up, putting on my clothes, chucking my moisturizer on, I've got everything that I already need in my bag, I'm just grabbing my bag, referring to my note of three things, grabbing that and I'm leaving. The minute that it's harder than that, I just won't do it, right? So I'm setting myself up to succeed. I'm setting myself up to have everything that I need to be able to do what I want to do. So that zombie Kate at 5 a.m. isn't like, ah, can't find me yoga pants. Fuck it, I'm going back to bed. (laughs) Set yourself up for success. Nothing is too obvious for 5 a.m. you, right? So do everything and more that you can the night before. I mean, I'm even at the stage where I pre-make my tea the night before so that in the morning, I just get up, boil the kettle and then I can just pour it into my big thermos thing that already has the tea blend in there, ready to go. Everything is done and ready for me so that I can just leave and get on with my day. A side note as well, and I know I have spoken about this before, leave your phone outside of your bedroom. Like the idea of setting yourself up for success the night before, this also ties into where I spoke about making sure that you're going to bed at a reasonable time, making sure that you're not consuming hectic technology or media right before bed. You know, how can you expect yourself to get up early if that's what you're doing? And this translates for me, and I think for most people, if you just wanna make it easy for yourself, do not take your phone to bed. Don't do it because you will scroll on it. We're all addicted to our phones. If it is within arm's reach without even realizing it, we're on our phones, right? So before I go to bed, I charge it out in the kitchen. You've got your sunrise alarm clock, right? You don't need your phone for your alarm. We're not using iPhone alarms. We're using our sunrise alarm clocks. That's what we do in the 5 a.m. club. And then it means when I'm leaving, the next morning I've got my little note of what I need to take or whatever on my phone. And it also means I'm not having that screen time as soon as I wake up. I'm just getting up, getting changed, washing my face, grabbing my bag, grabbing my yoga mat. See you later, I'm on my way, I've got everything I need and I haven't lost 45 minutes in Instagram and TikTok (laughs) before my day has even begun. So it's just the best thing to do. Don't take your phone to bed leave it outside don't do it our next little tip trick hack whatever you want to call it to actually getting up early and being able to establish and maintain a morning routine is what I like to call the 10 second rule and it's not about dropping food it's a different type of 10 second rule where when the alarm goes off so my sunrise alarm clock it wakes me up with light 30 minutes before my set alarm time and then on the alarm time it does have a chime so when the chime goes off it is at your designated alarm time the time you wanted to wake up 10 second rule I have got 10 seconds to get out of bed if I do not get out of bed within those 10 seconds you'll go back to sleep you're going to snooze you're going to get lazy you're going to start thinking up excuses as to why you shouldn't get up why you shouldn't go to your class why you shouldn't meditate why you shouldn't journal or whatever it is that you're setting this time aside for whatever whatever the reason is for you getting up earlier you just need to launch yourself yeet yourself out of bed within that 10 second window and this is really really pivotal Now, that's the kind of advice that would piss me off when I was wanting to wake up earlier and I would like read about advice. Get up as soon as your alarm goes off. And I'd be like, yeah, my question is how? How are you doing that? Because for me in the beginning and when like for years when I was trying to get up earlier, that was the part that I struggled with was that the alarm would go off and it just physically felt like it either felt like I just couldn't move I was so tired and I was like just frozen in place and I could not get up or it was like I was just in such a zombie state that I without even realizing it, it was like subconscious that I would just turn the alarm off and go back to sleep and then I would wake up and be like why did I do that I wanted to to get up early so how do I stick to my 10 second rule and this was really like a brain training for me and I found it's so, you know, I tried so many things, so many things over the years. I was trying to instill this. And I found that thinking of the positives in that moment didn't help me enough to get me out of bed. Oh yeah. Moving your body will feel good. Like getting to work early will feel good. I was like, yeah, staying in bed would feel good though. Sleeping in would feel good. I'm freaking tired, right? (laughs) So eventually I flipped the script. And finally, this is what worked. This was really that switch in my brain that yeeted me out of bed, (laughs) launched me out of bed within that 10 second window. And it was really, instead of thinking, I guess like logically or intellectually about it, it was almost like I was putting myself in the feeling of if I didn't get up. What does it feel like if I stay in bed and then get up later. And putting myself in that really like bodily stress, feeling those body reactions to stress of being late, missing my breakfast, rushing to work, the peak hour commute, right? Because then you hit peak hour and my commute to work turns from being 25 minutes to being over an hour. And then I'm drained by the time I get to work and I'm late. And then I log on and All these people are trying to contact me and I've got a meeting and I'm late to the meeting and what was the meeting even about? Oh, God, I better have a coffee. What's happening now? Oh, it's lunchtime. I'm not even hungry because my stress hormones have totally ruined my appetite. Ugh. Awful. And it was thinking of not just thinking of that, but really putting myself in that space and in that feeling that made me be like, ugh, nope, no, no. Hate that. I hated that sensation so much that it got me out of bed. And this was finally what really worked for me. It was really the the driving force in what shifted me from being someone that just really struggles to get up and, and presses the snooze button and oversleeps and then feels sluggish to having that 10 second window where... Maybe I take a couple of seconds to just kind of orientate myself in bed and, you know, I'm awake. Welcome to the day. Good morning. What am I doing? And then it's like, oh, okay. Because I don't want to be on that out of control stress roller coaster. Absolutely not. (laughs) My next tip is do not underestimate the power of a little treaty, of a little treaty treat. And in a way, this is kind of like, habit stacking, right? Where it's taking something that we, a habit that maybe we don't like or that we find difficult and stacking it with one that we do like, something that we do really love to make it a little bit easier and to put them together. So for me, that started out as the days that I was going to yoga at six, which involved me getting up at five and leaving my house at 5.30. I would, after my yoga class, go and get a little chai latte, maybe a little breakfast and sort of work from a cafe near my yoga studio that's really nice and really aesthetic. They've got flowers in there and disco balls. Ah, I love it. It just pleases my Libra heart so, so, so much. So thinking that I got to have a little treaty, you know, the mornings that it felt really hard and I was like, I don't want to go, it's cold. But I'd be like, oh, you know, but afterwards I could have a little chai latte Could have a little almond croissant, you know, could work from there for a little bit to, you know, spice up my my environment and not be sitting in an office. I can sit outside for a little bit. That would be nice. It was habit stacking the early wake up, which is tricky, with the reward of a ritual that I had created for myself. And in the beginning, while I was really building the habit, like the first couple of months, This was really, really helpful. And I think what's often a struggle as well is when we bring in one habit, often another one kind of slips. Like we try and make room for one and it's like, oh, one kind of goes out the window or like gets a little dodgy. We're not doing it as well. I think this is it's normal. It's going to take time to kind of incorporate the the ritual exactly how we want it, one thing at a time while still like making sure that we're committing to these other things. So for me, when I was first doing this and my other habits on the side are like, I don't want to have coffee on an empty stomach. I want to eat first and then wait an hour and then have coffee. But then often my treaty for the early wake up was a nice little latte <laughs> on an empty stomach. Shh, shh. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. But eventually I didn't have to do that or I would, I just swapped it for a chai eventually to be able to incorporate both habits so that I wasn't having the coffee on an empty stomach. But I guess what I'm saying is it's not going to look perfect straight off the bat. You're going to instill the habit and then you're going to kind of edit it and format it until it's looking how you want it to look. And as well, obviously, you know, I can't realistically be buying a (laughs) a breakfast, a full on breakfast and coffee and chai latte and whatever. Every single time I do a yoga class um, or I will have no money. It is not cheap, you know, it's cheap every now and then, but it's not cheap to be doing all the time. So obviously that's not a long term tip. But in the beginning, it's a good way to to get the motivation to begin the habit until it actually becomes part of your routine and part of your lifestyle. And then you're not needing so much that reward mentality. And this goes hand in hand with my sort of like my last tip and my last hack is be realistic, set realistic goals. And this goes in with, you know, setting ourselves up for success. So. If you're someone that you don't wake up earlier than seven or seven 30 and you want to start waking up at five, you want to start doing movement in the mornings or meditating in the mornings, whatever it is that you want to do. If you just, sorry, I probably shouldn't say on on this podcast. Anyways, whatever, I've said it. You can't just go and do it every single day perfectly from the minute you instill this habit right you can try but it's probably not a realistic goal you're unlikely to succeed and then when you fail when you have one day of the week that you can't do it or you sleep in or you whatever else you see that as a failure because you've not set a goal that is realistic to where your habit is at at that time so for me when i first started really taking seriously and wanting to To make this change and start waking up earlier i literally started with one day a week one day it was tuesdays where i had a 6 a.m yoga class that i really really enjoyed and then i would have that treat afterwards of the the latte and and a breakfast or something like that and it wasn't until i could consistently show up every tuesday rain or shine whether i was working or on holidays that then did i add in other days. I wanted to nail the one day before then I tried with two. And then it wasn't until I was nailing two days that I could then try with three. So start small, set yourself up for success, build the habit slowly so that it's long-term, so that it is sustainable. And even then have balance, have balance. Personally, I don't think waking up at that specific time every single day is healthy. Nothing is healthy if it's in absolutes with no balance, with no wriggle room. Life changes. Sometimes we just want to sleep in. That's healthy as well, right? It's not healthy without balance. So your goals need to incorporate that as well. So last year I ended up doing three days a week of 5 a.m. rises. And then I was doing sort of two to three days, depending on my schedule, of sort of 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. So it it wasn't every day. It wasn't the whole week. And this year, I'm still not aiming for the whole week. I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. every single day. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thanks. So this year, I'm aiming for four days a week where I'm getting up at at 5 And then two days, that's around about six-ish. I always have one day a week where I don't have a specified wake-up time in mind for myself so that I can have a slow morning, so that I can sleep in, I can rest. Rest is important. Rest is productive. I can have some time with my partner where I'm not like getting up and, and leaving the house really, really early, you know? So you need to pick... A goal that makes sense for you and makes sense with your lifestyle and is sustainable. Otherwise, you're just consistently going to be quote unquote failing your goals. And that is because you have not set goals that are realistic or achievable for you. And everything is a season, right? So for me, this totally depends on my cycle as well. I do not wake up for early rises while I'm on my period. No way. I let myself intuitively sleep in. Obviously, I have work. I have other commitments. So I do have to get up and be places at a certain time, but I'm not pushing myself to get up earlier than that because it is a time for rest. I do not exercise on my period other than maybe a very gentle stretch, maybe a walk or something like that. It really depends on how I'm feeling. And I mean, Ayurveda says to not exercise on your period. But I mean, we're all individuals, right? So if if you feel like you want to do some movement, more power to you, off you go. But for me, that is one week of the month where I am not following this routine because everything is a season. We are not the same every single day or every single week, particularly as women, right? So again this goes hand in hand with setting ourselves up for success if i book myself into 6am yoga classes six days of the week when i'm on my period am i setting myself up to succeed no i'm setting myself up to feel like shit about myself (laughs) right so i book my classes and, and my movement and sort of plan my routine and my weeks around my cycle and my period and obviously there's apps that you can use for this or you can just put it into your calendar if you're fairly regular and so when i see it coming up i can know that oh i'm not going to be wanting to be doing that many classes that week or waking up as early that week versus when i'm in my follicular phase or when i'm ovulating i'm like hell yeah bang on let's freaking go i'm going to be doing yoga i'm doing pilates I might go for a jog. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. I'm not a runner, but um. (laughs) let it match your natural biology and set yourself up to succeed. And remember that we need to have balance. We need to have rest and pushing yourself to wake up at 5am every single day. When as women, our hormones are not running on a 24 hour cycle, like they are for men. We can't do that anywhere near as easily and forcing ourselves to do it is unhealthy for us, right? So keep the balance, look after yourself, have that stillness and that rest when you need to have it, sleep in, make pancakes, whatever it is that you want to do. So that's really it. Those are the secrets, the simple secrets that do work individually, but it's more like a collective a collective philosophy in the way of waking up earlier, being able to make yourself a morning routine, something that is special and sacred to you and is giving you that time to connect with yourself and invite a ritual into your day before the we then have to rush off and do the million and one things that we're doing, right? So one, get a sunrise alarm clock, two. Do not take your phone into the bedroom overnight three be mindful of your bedtime activities be mindful of the lighting of the media that we're consuming and what it is that we're doing four be mindful of how we're talking about ourselves how we're labeling ourselves how we might be limiting what's achievable for us by what we're saying about ourselves to ourselves and to others right so be mindful of our language set ourselves up for success, do everything you can and more the night before, treat morning you like an incompetent toddler and do everything that they need the night before so that you can just get up and go and there's not a single barrier between you and doing that, right? 10 second rule with our alarm, alarm goes off, we are up within 10 seconds, that's just how it's got to be, right? And be realistic. Set realistic goals. Set achievable goals. Work with your body. Work with your cycle. Work with your hormones. And be kind to yourself. You can't hate yourself in to a routine. Well, you I mean, you could, but is it going to be successful? Is it going to be healthy? Are you going to feel good about it? No. In which case, what is the point? What is the point? So show yourself grace, show yourself love, show yourself discipline. Yes, but discipline is an act of self-love. Discipline is not the, what's that guy's name? The commando, commander, whatever his name is on The Biggest Loser, yelling at everyone, making them run up sand dunes in 40 degree heat. That's not the vibe. That's not the vibe that we're after. So go about your morning routine and establishing a morning routine with love. Have fun. Think about what's possible. Think about what you want it to look like. It can literally look however you want it to look. You have the power to create it. I hope this helps. If you have any questions, shoot me a message. I'm on Instagram at Simplify by Kate. You can send me an email if you're a little more old school at hello at simplifybykate.com. I am more than happy to give advice on this topic. And I'll put a few more little resources down in the show notes as well. So scroll down there, have a little look roo And you know what? If you're loving the podcast, give me a little rating. Tell me what you reckon. I would love that. I'm a words of affirmation girly. So go crazy. Give me a review if you feel called to do that. And I'll see you guys next week. Have an awesome week. Good luck with your morning routine.